Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The leaked opinion authored by Justice Samuel Alito overruling Roe and Casey, the abortion decisions, has caused a lot of issues and certainly concern for the safety of the justices. We're going to be talking about this issue and much more on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, this issue, Holly, has ultimately resulted in Justice Samuel Alito being housed in an undisclosed location because people have descended around his home. Uh, mobs that are shouting obscenities. Interestingly, some of his neighbors got together and uh, they wanted to have a counter message to these mobsters, if you will, around Alito's home. And they began to sing, "'Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus." as the pro-abortionist protesters were at the justice's house. Wouldn't we all like to have a neighbor like that? Yes, indeed. And in I'm fact, sure she's the, covering him in prayer as well. Yeah, there are so many people. I ask you to cover these uh, six justices that are being targeted. Uh, that includes Chief Justice John Roberts, Justice Alito, who wrote the opinion, uh, and the other justices as well, uh, Thomas and Gorsuch, Kavanaugh and Barrett, all of those justices are the ones that Ruth sent us. That's the name of an organization. Ruth sent us, have doxed them. They have given their personal home addresses and encouraged people to go to their homes. They have actually sent people to churches to interrupt, particularly Catholic churches, Sunday services. They began doing this on Mother's Day. They entered into the sanctuaries, they protested outside of the sanctuaries, they disrupted the Mother's Day services and the services thereafter. They also uh, have said that they intend to, quote, burn their Eucharist, close quote. That's what came out of Ruth sent us. This is an organization that's named after the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who was a very pro-abortion justice of the United States Supreme Court, who after her death was replaced by Amy Coney Barrett. This individual, Justice uh, Ginsburg, once said that in commenting about abortion, speaking of Roe v. Wade, that abortion, she thought, was to eliminate the undesirables. And indeed it was. That's the purpose of abortion with its founder, Margaret Sanger, to eliminate certain undesirable populations, including blacks and Hispanics, particularly those who also have low IQ and individuals that have certain disabilities, such as epilepsy or other kinds of conditions. Uh, those were bringing down the evolution of humanity and her Darwinistic uh, worldview, and therefore to evolve a better human race, you had to eliminate certain populations, and you did that through contraception so that people could not conceive, certain categories of people could not conceive. You started off by forced sterilization when that was too expensive. Then you move to contraception medically where you have some medication that prevents conception to prevent certain populations from conceiving. And then you moved over to abortion, uh, which is where we are now. It's always been about a eugenics solution to eliminate 
people made in the very image of God. But you know, Matt, just going back to the protesters and how they're harassing these justices, isn't there an, a law against that that Mayorkas is ignoring? Yeah, there's actually two laws. One is uh, regarding churches, um, because Ruth Sentis and these other groups are targeting churches, mm -hmm. and there is a federal law that makes it a felony to intentionally interfere with a religious worship. But Mayorkas is not enforcing any of those. There's also another one that actually it. says, as it relates to judges or justices that you cannot do anything, including go to their homes or any building that's occupied by them, which could include a courthouse, could be any building, could be their home. Wherever a judge or justice resides in a building, it is a felony to go to that location with the intent to intimidate those individual judges or justices to change their vote. This is a felony. Felony is any kind of criminal law that's punishable up to at least a year or more in prison. Uh, that is a federal violation to go to these justices' homes and uh, protest against them, particularly their homes, in an attempt to force them to change their vote. We know, for example, that Schumer and Pelosi and the other Democrats in the House and Senate, uh, those two leaders of the House and Senate, are encouraging people to continue their, quote, righteous anger against these justices. Well, that is a violation of the law. Mayorkas, uh, who should be enforcing this, mm -hmm. is not. Neither is the Department of Justice enforcing yeah. the law. Justice Clarence Thomas recently said he described as an erosion of respect for the high court. He stated, we are becoming addicted to wanting particular outcomes and not living with the outcomes we don't like. We can't be an institution that can be bullied into giving you just the outcomes you want. I think he hits that right on the head. Yeah, in fact, you know, what has happened historically is that, for example, abortion could have never passed through Congress back in 1973. It could have not passed through Congress in 1992 with Planned Parenthood versus Casey. And it's not passing through Congress right now, although it's closer with the 50-50 split in the Senate. Elections matter, and it's very, very close in the Senate at this point. However, they can't get these kinds of things through the legislative body, so they have resorted to the courts. And the courts back, if you go back into the original setup of the Constitution, the judicial system is the weakest of the branches. The most powerful is the legislative because it's close to the people. It makes laws. The judicial um, or the laws are enforced through the executive. But then you have the judicial. So it's this passive recipient that decides facts in cases of controversies. So for years and years and decades, it's uh, from the beginning, it's never been a very powerful institution. In fact, it wasn't until 1930s that the U.S. Supreme Court got its own separate building. At that point, up until then, from the founding up until the 1930s, it met in the basements of the Senate and or the House. It flipped back and forth. Then it got its own building. Then you had an activist court that began in the 1950s, 60s, particularly in the 70s, that ultimately capitalized on that. And that's where you get this abortion decision, January 22, 1973, 7-2 completely devoid of constitutional law, history, common law, completely invented by seven individuals. And that abortion was, that abortion decision, quote, overruled all the 50 states and territories. Mm. No, most states and territories criminalized abortion up until that time as a taking of a human life. That had been how it had been for many, many years. 
And seven people decided no. On January 22, they released the opinion. Now we have 63 million children who have brutally died. Not only children, but women who have died and also emotionally been injured and as have well been as the damaged. men too and yeah, men, men as are well as fathers well. and families yeah uh, now you have twins i mean you have this now where a twin uh, now realizes that their twin was actually aborted mm -hmm. and they didn't know that until they've become an adult it's been a tragedy both for humanity as well as judicially and so what this opinion says, this opinion by Alito, the draft that was leaked, is it's time to stop making that same mistake. There's nothing in the Constitution to support abortion, and therefore we're washing our hands of it. But these people that have used the courts to get what they want to social engineer, whether it's abortion or same-sex marriage or whatever it may be. And try and scare the justices into changing they their wanna, mind, threaten them. Right. They want to intimidate them because they don't like the result. Well, you know, the founders gave us the option, if we don't like the result, we can amend the Constitution. It takes a lot of effort to do so, but we've done it multiple times. But the Constitution was created to protect life. Right. But the fact is, judges can't amend the Constitution, and these people now are targeting uh, the justices. Mm -hmm. And the violence, unfortunately, that they're calling for a rate, the summer of rage is what they're calling for, kind of like you remember the summer of rage we had with occupying cities and burning mm -hmm. cities and destroying people and their businesses and places. I fear that that may be something that comes again. But the good news is we are on a historic moment in history. Um, there is literally a battle that is not rational. It is a spiritual battle because it's over the life and death. It's over created individuals in the image of God, whether they will live or whether they will be destroyed. And these people are fighting for the right to kill their children, which is just seems so shocking. It's, but. it's so shocking. It's so dark that it is demonic, that yes. they are killing and they are uh, advocating the killing of innocent human children. Right. Pray for America. Pray that the sin of abortion is forgiven, that this decision is officially released for their safety and certainly the justices and all those that surround the United States Supreme Court. For more information, visit lc.org. That's lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. Call us at 407-875-1776.